welcome to the Hopeful Influence podcast, a podcast that explores Christian leadership. And we are um, a series looking at the church and what it looks like to lead uh, within the church, but uh, be at the forefront of just Christian leadership within uh, that environment. Uh, my name is Matt and with me today we have Jude. Hello, Jude. Good to see you, Matt. And we have Jerome. Nice to see you both. It is nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, this is kind of like a two-parter, right? And we've been hearing from Nikki Gumbon, uh, and so we'll have some more of that uh, a little bit later. But Jude, can you like start us off with where we're going and where we're going to? Great, great. So, yeah, reminder, I suppose, from the last episode that we're we're thinking about, um, uh, yeah, leadership within the within the church, um, Christian leadership, our hopeful influence uh, to one another, and particularly, I suppose, the emphasis here is about the sort of ways we uh, can help other people to experience the kingdom of God. We were moving forward together as community. And and so we want to see, help people see more of the kingdom, participate, join in with God's advance towards the world as it should be rather than the world as it is. But we also on that journey want to help folks experience more of God and more of this this goodness of the kingdom breaking into the present. And and sometimes in our leadership we can kind of take our eyes off that. We we we're so focused on the on the task, on the job, on the activity. Well, what does it mean to actually travel well together? You know, do we have a theology of, of fun, of of joy as we as we as we travel in our leadership, and and probably recognizing that some of our inherited models of leadership can be can be pretty pretty task focused and driven. There's a you know certainly within my generation, talked a bit about that in the last episode. There's there's a sense of we're here to do stuff and get things done and, and enable change. And yes. For sure, but but if we're not, if 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 our experiences as people together are not resonating with that ultimate future, then, then things are getting out of sync. You know, the, the future that we're travelling into is a joyful future with with good human uh, relationships, and and we're 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 paying it, we're attentive to the moment and to the very presence of God in our midst. I'm talking about practicing the presence of God, but doing that in our in our leadership in community as we go forward and. Um, so that's kind of what we're riffing about, and but recognizing that it's challenging, you know, because we want to we want to see change, we want to, you know, um, uh, see some of the effective movement, but we we want to do it well together. And, and I think there was probably one for me just picking up on the, the the threads from last session, and you guys do chuck in on on just where you're uh, buzzing on uh, before we hear more from Nikki Gumble. But I, I think for me this this thing around friendship and 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 how you kind of. Again, as, as as Nikki said in the last episode, you know, I think for me, it was almost like a, when I went through the theological training, it was almost a bit of a talking point of like, well, to what extent can you be friends mm. with those immediately around you and team and, and even in wider community? And it's and, and I mean, there is something about, you know, in our positions, in our formalized positions of leadership, sometimes we do have to have slightly trickier conversations with folks. And, and yeah, there's something about pastoral oversight and uh you know there's some hard edges sometimes to our leadership and 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 perhaps that's unavoidable but but does that mean we can't be friends does that mean that friendship isn't actually a high bar for our aspiration as 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 community and so um yeah so i'm kind of i'm kind of buzzing on that and i think there are tools that can help that process and again we talked a bit about the enneagram in the last Mm. uh, i I mentioned the enneagram in the last uh, session and just how there are tools that can kind of um, take us into I- intimacy and trust um, and, you know, mutual 
support and, and, and affection and common understanding. And I think sometimes when we, we lay the sort of, we, we, we do the hard work on some of those things, um, it enables friendship to happen in ways that if we're, if we're all about the job and we're all about the task, it never quite, we never quite get there. And then we, then we wonder when, you know, <laughs> when a conversation has been difficult and there's fallout and, mm. you know, um, we, we, we find, you know, some of the negative creeping in, we sort of wonder why. Well, maybe we haven't done the hard work on, on, on building the friendship and creating the conditions uh, for friendship. Jim, what do you think? What do you uh, what do you well, buzz that's, that's so interesting. Like, um, I found myself giggling earlier, uh, as you mentioned, the theology of fun. Just because, um, I mean, I wanted to I wanted to use two Fs. I meant that the theology of fun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Getting those vibes, <laughs> those feely vibes. The theology of fun. No, I mean, yeah, and yeah, it's, it's so important, isn't it? And it, and um, it's important for us to have fun together. It's important for us to do that, and um, I'm just kind of on that on that kind of talk about friendship. And yeah, well, as I was training um, for ministry, also there was there was a live conversation about can you be friends with people, and I and I and I, you know, I don't think we want to say that this is a particularly easy thing, um, but I think the goal would be to be friends with people, wouldn't it? You know, and and actually, you know, we recognise there's you know, such a thing as power dynamics, and there's, there's such a thing as uh, people's perceptions of yourself and also of others. You know, so when particularly I walk, in the ordained ministry role, if I've got a collar yeah, on, right. you know, people people see all sorts of things when they see me, and so I, you know, I can't be blind to that reality. Um, you know, uh, but um, could we work together as a team to build friendship? Yeah, and and I think. You know, lots of what we say here at St. James is it's not it's not always about uh, getting to the end goal, but the question is what's the next step? Yeah, so you, if you're if you've got a staff team of you, if you've got people in church that you're working with, what's the next step for you to grow in friendship? Right? Um, I don't think there's any reason why um, you know I don't know uh, people couldn't just take a step towards um, becoming more friendly with each other. Yeah, there's no reason why a social couldn't be planned or couldn't just go for coffee and just actually just get to know each other a bit. Um, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? Totally. I, I suppose there, there are just small things that we can do to make the place friendlier. And, cause, and I do think it's, you know, it's unrealistic for someone to come into a staff team or to join a church and to feel like they're friends with everybody straight away. That's, that's just unrealistic. That's, that's not helpful. It's not healthy, is it really? I mean, we, we have to build trust. We have to build a relationship. Um, but that just takes intentionality. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that, Jude. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Let's well, let's play. Absolutely. Well, let's just just to bounce it back to you because oh, I no. I think well I mean obviously you you were here you were part of our church family before you went off for your training uh, to be ordained. Correct. And so th- there's a history there, and you know people. There, you know, you and I have been friends for ten years, really. Yeah, kind of yeah. you know, developing. You know, developing yeah. friendship as we kind of you know, travel together something um, you're still but, developing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your friendship up to 10 years <laughs> come mean, on we've got all eternity yeah, yeah, this, right, is, this right. is the precipice <laughs> dive off the um, the but one of the things that you've done well I think really well um, since coming back to St. James uh, you know ordained as deacon last summer and in your first year of curacy with us you um, you know you you've been encouraging 
you know, you'd love to have lunch with folks. And, you know, even amongst our staff team, across people across the church family, you know, I mean, you love having coffee and just chilling out. But often yeah. it is for you, you do do the next thing. Well, okay, we could have coffee, but hey, why not, why don't we have lunch together? Let's, yeah. let's have some sandwiches together and have a chat and, and talk more, you know, hear each other's stories more. And yeah, I think that's been inspiring and really helpful. Yeah, but. In order to do that, I have to be released to be able to do that, right? And uh, you know, if if, if my if I don't get ahead in my diary, there's no way that I can just be like, well, why don't why don't I take that full hour to have lunch with some of the staff team, or you know? And so there is an intentionality, isn't there? Right? Okay, so it's both ends. And so it's, it's yeah, and it's really nice not being it's not nice it's nice not being the vicar, you know. Yeah. Well, there is. I mean, we might want to pick up on that one you at some point. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but right, so there's, you've got to do the back office stuff. It's creating the space. There's a level of organisation and intentionality to then ha even to have the spontaneous, oh, let's do lunch together. Absolutely. So there's yeah. something about those two things going together. Really helpful. And I, th I think it's really got to be authentic. So um, sometimes, and hear me on this one, when someone says, we're going on a staff away day, and then they <laughs> and then they frame it as a retreat or they frame it as we're actually gonna do we're actually gonna do work stuff just for two days straight. You know, I I feel I'm not looking at anyone oh, in particular, God. but <laughs> I feel deceived. Okay, because I want some fun, you know. And maybe that is me just the opposite way. You know, if we're going so away... You must have misheard me there. If we're going away to team, build build team, then I want to go and build team and I want to do that playing Monopoly or whatever, you know. But if we're going away to do work, then let's do work. And so that's the worst of it, isn't it? We yeah, feel yeah, yeah. like, what is the leader actually wanting here? You know what? And I've been here as well. You know what? Why is this? You know, why are we having coffee together? Why are we... But actually, no, we have lunch together because I really care about you. Full stop. I want to be your friend, you know, full stop. And so um, I think our motives have got to be really important. And I think something that Nikki was saying in the last episode about that friendship, that Jesus model of friendship is just, I mean, I don't know. Was Jesus thinking the long game of what, or was he in the room there just having it? I, I don't know. And maybe it's a bit of both, really. But you, you have to build trust. You have to, you know, if, if we want to do this together and we want to fight for this together, we, we just have to like each other and get on, you know. And that doesn't mean it's all perfect and, and we like each other all the time, you know. But it does mean that we trust each other, that we care about each other, that we know we've got each other's backs, you know. So um, I think there's an authenticity to be worked out. And I think if we're on the forefront of that, then, then that is the best for our team, you know. <laughs> so yeah, just a little thought there. Can I? Can I just mention? I mean, you, I, Matt, I know from doing the enneagram that you are a seven on the enneagram, and Jerome, whilst you haven't done, you know, I haven't you, done you it officially. Team, so somehow you've missed the um, going through the mixer there. But it's, it's coming. It's coming, Jerome. I suspect Jerome, you are also a seven. Um, and and for those who don't know, the sevens are are ones who naturally prioritise. Do you know what I mean? The mo the moment, and you know, I'm I'm getting the most juices out of the most goodness out of this moment, and I'm pressing in, That's and I'm right. creative, and I'm going with the spontaneous, and let's let's enjoy every minute kind mm. of thing. A better and, way to live, really. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and you know, we, whilst we could all do with a bit more of that, I'm sure. Mm. Um, you also have a role within community. Do you know? You know, you because you have a particular wiring there, a particular default. 
you have a role within our within wider community to call that out, you know, and to help. And so, uh, mm. I'm just giving you more permission, guys. If you hadn't, yeah, wonderful. One, yeah. So you've just tuned into yeah. a little staff team meeting <laughs> where Jude has ordered us <laughs> to have more fun. So next time we talk, lead us, lead us. Next time we talk, there'll be more fun. But not to go deep on the enneagram, but Jude is an eight, but he has a wing seven. So Jude is actually really fun, yeah. you know, and more, and has that actually, actually, actually <laughs> you know, so he's playing it off as Can't if be. it's our job to do that. But actually, Jude has it too. You know, Jude Come has on. it too. Include and me. Definitely, definitely include that. <laughs> but it is, but it is hard, isn't it? As a, yeah. There is a suspicious kind of like anti-authority thing that can creep in, especially in generations that um, maybe have been burnt by the opposite thing that we were talking about, about the, the driven, the work hard. The, and so even if you're part of that generation, it's, it's just being authentic and you're, no, I, I don't just want to burn you out and then send you on your way three years later. I really do care about your life and what goes on and I care about your family. And, and, and that's our jobs as, you know, as people, as Christians, you know, not just to, if we wanted to go and work in business and be, we mm. could go and, well, maybe not all of us could. Jude could go do that, you know. <laughs> you so could. You so could. And <laughs> but, as Nikki said, businesses are waking up to this. I mean, yeah, just to sort of yeah. segue into Christian influence in the workplace and other spaces. You know, Christian, well, you know, secular businesses are realizing that actually it's very short termism to, you know, to just do task focus results, bottom line. I mean, that, that is the way the capitalist economy, you know, the last. 40 years or whatever, there's been such a focus there and, and we've frazzled us, you know, we've frazzled ourselves and, and there is a sense of, you know, if you go into, you know, the, the big tech now, you know, Google or Microsoft or whatever, it looks a lot different. You know, there's the pool table, you know, there's, the, you know, there's things look different. Um, Do you know the world is waking up. At Google, they have um, free snacks all day. And you yeah, just go into the kitchen and you just grab the snacks mm. and no one pays for food, all this stuff. But yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah. But wow. there's also a thing to be said that some people actually feel quite alone in their leadership um, mm. and seeking out these people can be quite hard. And like we're really blessed with a staff team, but yeah. not everyone has a staff team. Yeah. And right. But there are people in our congregations who are... Natural, you know, that eight, that natural leader, or that seven, yeah. that enthusiasts, you know, those people around and uh, getting to know them and putting that extra effort into the getting to know our people, mm. it, you will find them because it, that's, yeah, that's it right. kind of, we kind of attract each other, you yeah. know, we kind of attract each other. Um, but, but it's a hard place to be if you're feeling that loneliness. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. And so, you know, trying to work that through and find people around that you can really do that with. It's quite important, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And interestingly, you pick up on loneliness because, again, that ultimate future that we're travelling into is a future where we are we are fully known and we fully know and, and we're, we're seen and we're understood um, and we see and we understand. And, and you know, so the, the, that, that place of intimacy is is the destination. So, you know, we should be, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. You know, I'm sort of just preaching to myself here happily, you know, shouldn't be surprised that actually the direction... The, the, you know the journey the, the the movement forward the experience of traveling forward needs to look more and more like that um and again some aspects some, some elements on the enneagram in some of our natural personalities you know we, we can pull into isolation sometimes mm. you know i'm just i'm so swamped with xyz i'm so swamped with my diary i'm so swamped with just 
life and stuff and pressures and I, I can withdraw and you know and that isn't you know that's not the future that we're called into no the best the best thing is that i the best parts of my ministry are actually done with other people and when they have with this thing we've been talking about with they've caught the vision you know and they they want to participate in it and then they're experiencing mm. the goodness of it that's that's the thing isn't it and i think the worst bits of my ministry is i had my own vision i cracked on and someone said oh that looks nice mm. but they never got to experience mm. um and so it, it is a real relational yeah. thing isn't it yeah i'm, I'm thinking about one of the folks on your team matt and i i won't name them but um uh just the journey that they've been on uh this academic year as you've invited them into leadership and you know it's completely surprising themselves with by saying things like you know gosh i could you know i could see myself you know working for the church or serving the church in a more significant capacity in ways that even six months ago you know i never thought possible and, and part of that is because they are achieving things and getting stuff done and that looks and feels good but part of it is actually the the journey itself you know they're enjoying being on the team they're enjoying working with other people they're enjoying mm. yeah the, the experience of it all and there's part of like just this is a bit of a different aside but leaving things unfinished mm. deliberately that helps people to see oh mm. i might actually that doesn't look like the perfect thing that I'm not. It actually looks like something I could grab hold of and, mm. and wrestle with and move into. And so um, I think that's an important part. Of it. Just don't do it all yourself. Mm. You know, do it in relationship. Don't, even though it might be better or you might think it's better, it's not better because you haven't done the journey yeah. with, you know, you're just do, you're, we're just doing consumerism at that point. Fantastic. We're going to hear more from Nikki. Uh, and then we're going to reflect a little bit after that. Hey, um, I don't want to take you down a, don't want to go down a sort of um, a, a, a rabbit hole on this one. But the you you have achieved so much in your leadership, right? You've achieved so much, and uh, forgive me, I, I know you you'd never draw attention to it, but there's there's so many of us just cheering on Alpha, success of Alpha, and you think about resource churches. The, you know, the, the movement of God, really, that, that is, you know, taking off through the resource churches, then the second generation church planting and how that plays into the, the wider evangelization of our nation. And, you know, there's just so much to kind of celebrate. But you, you've had to navigate this tension of being friends with those around you in leadership, but also focused on, on the things that you feel God has called you into. You know, and, and, and sometimes you know, they, they, there's some tension there, isn't there? Because, you know, um, in, in friendships, naturally, we want to we want to be um, uh, tolerant, patient, respectful with those around us. But not everybody around us maybe holds the vision in the same way that you might do as a key leader. Um, you know, there, there's issues around uh, well, how well are we moving into that God shaped future that we feel um, uh, God is is prophetically calling us into. Have we got the right people on the team? You know, you, you you're into some real significant. You know how to how to how to hold those things together. How to stay friends but move forward effectively. How how have you done that? I mean, I think again, <clears throat> yeah, the model of Jesus is 
is friendship and picking the right, picking really good people. Uh, but even Jesus had one person who, who in the end of the day, uh, went off. And um, you just have to accept that in not everybody is going to be happy all the time. And sometimes you have to make decisions that that people are not going to be happy with. And um, so that's you know, that is part of uh, of leadership and you have to be and I failed many times in, in this, but you have to be willing to confront um, courageously confront. And I think that's a part of friendship as well is that uh, I'm very grateful to my friends who who have confronted me at times and said, you know, you're, this is not, you're not doing this right, or you, this is something you need to uh, do differently. Uh, we learn from those, from those things. So it, uh, friendship doesn't mean that everything goes, <laughs> or that you ignore issues, you, you still have to deal with issues. But I think the, um, <clears throat> the overriding um, love and um and friendship is the key and finding great people and jesus's model of leadership was based on finding great people training them up and releasing them Hmm. um and you know after quite a short time three years probably um of ministry and then okay it's over to you guys off you go evangelize the world and they did a pretty good job you know two point Four billion people in the world today, two thousand years later, shows that they were they were pretty effective in their in their job. And he t- he chose some pretty unlikely people um, <coughs> to do the work. So that with the with the church plants that you talk about, you know, we were in Liverpool with with um, Alex, um, and. Um, yeah, Alex is doing a fantastic job. And then we've been in, in this weekend, we've been down in Exeter, Ed, um, Ed Hodges. I mean, unbelievable what he's achieved. <laughs> I mean, Ed and Jess have built a church of, uh, I think there were 400 people there on Sunday morning. They started with 10 um, right. four years ago. And the yeah. place was buzzing. I mean, he's an outstanding leader. Um, and... Um, Alex and Laura's the same, you know, they're outstanding leaders. Um, and um, so as I look at the church plants, it's just that they're and Tim, Tim and Rachel in Birmingham and Al. Yeah. Well, across the country, we get the remarkable, God is called remarkable people yeah. in that ministry. Hey, it's so great. Hey, uh-huh. I haven't got you all day, unfortunately, but uh, just, just, uh, just to digging into that a little bit. So we've got kind of, so yeah, absolutely. We're navigating, we're staying friends. Friendship is a very high bar value for us as leadership. You know, being able to have fun, to laugh at ourselves. You know, we're not, this is not about intensity, but it's creating space for the other. We need to be brave and, and courageous and be able to have the conversations to make sure we've got the right people on the team and there's, there's a movement forward. Um, one of the things I, I touch on in the book is that there's, you know, there's almost like two parallel journeys in the life of a leader there's the there's the activity of leadership that's being worked out as as people travel together into the thing that god's called them into but but there's also a bit of an internal journey 
in the life of the leader because you know we well very quickly we realize that we're not actually in control um so that can be existentially challenging for some mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we realize we're not always going to get our, our own way um that we're often taken into places of significant discomfort and you know challenging conversations failure get up and try again could you give, give us a little bit of insight if you don't mind to the limits that you want to you know your own internal journey as a leader because you're not i i'm trusting that you're not the same person that you were 30 or 40 years ago when you kicked off on this thing i think um you know i've had so many made so many mistakes and had so many failures um that you learn from your failures your mistakes um and um we've done you know we there's so many things i i i did that i i <clears throat> wouldn't do you know we did we set out on all sorts of building projects that didn't work we we made mistakes in church planting made i made just so many mistakes and i think you learn from your mistakes hopefully and you benefit from your mistakes and um the same's true in your in your sort of personal life you make you make mistakes and um we're all on a journey we're all on a journey of learning from our mistakes um and hopefully um trying not to repeat them too often um so it's um i i mean the hardest thing is as as i think you're hinting the leadership of self is the is the hardest thing um and that's a constant constant challenge um to try and live the life that that we that Jesus wants us to lead, the life in step with the Holy Spirit, and um, sometimes we 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 are in step with the Spirit, and sometimes we get tempted off course, and um, it's just learning to try and try and keep in step with the Spirit. Bless you. Lots of learning in the midst of it. Um, we've got three or four minutes left. Uh, a last sort of question for you. The um, I mean, my my own personal journey to leadership there's sort of two things going on for me broad brush um one of which is that i'm you know relatively sort of extrovert i like being around people i like getting things done and 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 there is a sense in which i've I've felt god has put things on my heart i'd love to participate in and i'm I'm a bit of an evangelist i'd love to see the church growing but there's also a part of me that actually runs from from leadership and public leadership and being up front and taking responsibility. In fact, many of this is the last thing I'd like to do. You know, if I, if I had my way, I'd just, you know, I'd, I'd get a quiet job in the countryside and, and you know, have a nice life. And, you know, my wife and I and the kids would get a dog and we'd, you know, we'd just, <laughs> we'd enjoy the outdoors and we would just yeah. save ourselves the bother of all this, all yeah. this stuff you know all this challenge and stress and yeah. you know what, what, yeah. what would you say to people nikki who are just who, who, who are longing to see the church grow who are longing to see the church be the church in all of its fullness and to to play the role in the world that god wants the church to play but but frankly just find the whole leadership church leadership thing just a bit overwhelming what would you say i think <laughs> leadership is i mean ministry is about dealing with problems and if you don't like dealing with problems, you're in the wrong job because 
uh, once one problem people sometimes say to me ah oh, you know it's so tough at the moment i've got this person on the team and if only i could get this person off my team then everything would you know be so so much easier we'd really if only and, if only that was true and then, and then they've somehow managed to get this person off the team um you know or they get i don't know either they they sort of manage them off or uh, or the person resigns or whatever and um and they realize it's not the answer because there are five more problems we're waiting for them around the corner and that's the job uh, it's uh, some a bishop said to sandy about you know, these problems he said sandy these are not the problems that stop us doing the ministry they are the ministry so unless you see the problems as the ministry, you're always going to be thinking, oh, if only this was over. And I guess there's opportunity. There's, there's opportunity there, isn't it? Because we don't actually know the right answers half the time. And we, you know, it's not about our agenda, is it? So sometimes the problems are wrapped up in that, you know, and we're not the finished article either. You know, so the problems are often wrapped up in that, that whole melting pot, aren't they, of discerning the future and our own expressions of, of leadership. Yeah, but I know I agree with you. I mean, we'd all like a quiet life, but actually, um, it's it, Jesus didn't promise us an easy life. <laughs> he promised us a great life. He said he came that we might have life, and life it's all its fullness. Um, and but he never said, I'll, "I'll give you an easy life." He said, "Take up, take up your cross and follow me." If you want an easy life, don't become a Christian. Certainly don't do Christian leadership. Um, but if you want a great life, then there's no greater life than following Jesus. Uh, so he's so good. Nikki, thank you so much for your time. You are hugely generous and, and hugely wise. And hey, a little challenge for folks there just to finish it off myself with. But thank you. Incredibly helpful. God bless you. Fantastic. So much good stuff. So much gold there from Nikki. Um, I wonder if there's things that we just are really drawn to from that um, conversation that we just wanted to pick out. I think something uh, for me was around this, uh, everybody can smile, you know, everybody has influence. Um, and, and even this thing of like, everybody loves the sound of their own voice. And so even just... Their own name. Oh, sorry, sorry, their voice. Own their own name, sorry. <laughs> I, did, I did write name yeah. and I wrote voice. Um, but... But that is just so like just saying somebody's name and just remembering that name, being that that thoughtful. And is it that thoughtful? Or is it something that we could you know, we can all do that? What is that it. fuzzy feeling we get when someone remembers our name or or where we get that little word of affirmation or that mm. smile as you say? What what is that? I mean, it it seems to be written in to our human condition. And I have to assume this is a this is a God thing. I mean, it's probably mm. different things going on there but but you know that god wants us to affirm each other and to recognize you know i, I notice you mm. i i hear you i see you mm. i i value you um it's it seems to be an important dynamic and again going back to some of the things we talked about earlier the the pressures and the stresses and you know this you know the occupying the more formalized positions of leadership you know, the relational dynamic can get a bit squeezed out and we're cracking on. But actually, there's a whole rich 
human um, canopy almost here that, that we would do well to pay attention to. Yeah, I think I agree. I, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm just thinking about, you know, na- a name. Um, and you, know, you have room for the 50 people. If you're only just ever the person with the, the blue shoes, you're the person with a hat on, you know, you're just a person who sits on this chair. And it's just like a derivative, isn't it? You, you're not really a person, you're just like a... Do you know what I mean? Mm. But if, if, you're, if you're Jude, if you're Matt, if you're Sarah, if you're, if you're Sam, actually, you're a whole person with, mm. with existence that isn't just, just one of many. Yeah. There's something, something really precious about that, isn't there? I, I don't know if that helps or anything, but it's I, just yeah. something special about a name. I'm loving that. I'm loving that. And I think something we've talked about at different points earlier in the series on this is that one of the things that can go really badly wrong in leadership is when leadership becomes us at the center. Mm. And it's like we are stationary and we're getting other people to kind of orbit us, you know, and, and, and I'm the leader of this thing. And, you know, almost like, you know, can sort of veer towards cult of personality and all sorts. Mm. I'm standing in the middle and you guys are going to orbit me. And that's that's how I define myself. And that's how I, you know, get my own, my name, my self-identity. So by giving, by recognizing the names of those around us, those in community with us, immediately you're sort of giving weight. You know, you're giving weight and, 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 and value and, 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 and importance to the other. You know, and again, the, you know, the, the, the model of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, there's this sense of, of you know, again, talked about before, but it's C.S. Lewis thing, the dance of love, the, the moving towards the, the deference of the creating space for, you know, this, this dance of love in the heart of the Godhead. You know, no, no one person in the Godhead you know, insists on standing in the middle and, and dominating and having their own way. There's a mutuality there that is healthy and life-giving and free. And, and so there's, we, we're called, you know, in, to be like God. And, and so we're being invited into that same rhythm of life and that same posture and that same movement. And, and again, you know, so it's like how does, so by, by remembering somebody's name, you're joining in with this dance of love in the heart of the Godhead. You are important. You are, you are valued. Your presence here is more than just the person with the blue shoes, you know. And so it's kind of, um, and and we can all do that, you know. In any again, in any sphere, you know, the, the, you know, you see the same person at the, you know, at the Tesco's counter. It's like, oh, great, great to see you again, Dawn. Or you know, and and I I see you. You are not just my food. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, you are a person. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And if you're like first time leader, you know, if if you have no experience of this, you can do this. You know, you can do this. And if you um, have been doing it for a long time, I mean, for me, I need to be reminded of this. I need to get back to the basics. Uh, I need to have those meals, those conversations. Go to bowling. You know, and my life will be richer, more fun. It'll be better for it, you know, but I get so focused on other things or distracted by life itself and all mm. that's going on alongside it. Um, and I think, that, I think that's a kind of, um, you know, it's just, it's just good to acknowledge, isn't it, the, the, the landscape of the, particularly leadership where you're in a, um, uh, you know, where there's... Um, 
uh, you know, a, a defined role, you know, that you're leading out of and asked to inhabit. And, you know, we, again, you know, we, well, the way we structure our human communities, we some we do have you know positional leadership or, or defined roles within that community to to do certain things to play certain roles and and i think within a church context one of the things that that happens a lot is that because you know the because our you know our, our, the needs of our community that are, are social you know there's so much there's so many there's so much that's going on there's so much opportunity which is great but as leaders, there's if if we just if we're we can be overwhelmed, and our diaries can get very full, and we can get a bit washed out and a bit shredded, um, and so you know that that's the self care within that 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 actually you know is both self care you know for the sake of self care and our own selves, but also self care that says I can only do so much if I'm going to have the kind of relational capacity that we're talking about i mean that's uh feels like that's just a whole world of learning and you know regular evaluation and critique and you know i, I know sitting here right now at the end of a particular term you know having had a you know, quite a bit of responsibility and stuff go moving parts this term in life and you know we moved house <laughs> a month ago and the demands of life come and, and then you, you know so you say actually we need to do some corrective stuff here you know there for various reasons in this particular moment they had this the kind of relational attentiveness and capacity that we're talking about is a bit you know, there's a degree of poverty there there's there's there's, a, there's a, an absence or, or, a, or a less than so and that's a, but that's okay because you know the rhythms of life come and the rhythms of leadership come and go but it's about yeah as you said matt sort of the reminders of the basics being called back to what's important uh, saying, well, you know, next term, things need to look a little bit different. And Jerome, I'm looking forward to us, you know, going go-karting and I'm, bowling I'm and, you know, you cooking some of that, what's that chicken mm, thing you do just, with just the... Just all um, of it, just mm. all, whatever's <laughs> in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. I just found that, you know, that the idea, I mean, sorry to you know, be too re- churchy about this, but the idea of repentance, isn't it? You know, it's not always turning away from what's wrong. Actually, it's just turning towards God. <laughs> yeah. So you, you can be distracted by all sorts of things. It doesn't have to be sin or, you know, actually, it can be just distracted by a busy life. And then we just, we just got to put those things back in order. We just, we just got just to gotta go back. We just got to get back to spending time with our family and, you know, calling that friend over and going for walks and getting on with work or whatever it is. We just... It's okay. And you can do that at any time. There's no time that it's too late um, to just have a go at yeah, a good one. Reset, to reset yeah, a bit. Just go for yeah. it. Do it today. It's really good. Was there anything else from the conversation that uh, you wanted to pick out? I mean, I, I think, I, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot in there, isn't there? And, and yeah. you know, Nikki's got, you know, so much um, wisdom on this. And, and so we've sort of talked about, you know, um, the friendship uh, peace, um, the attentiveness, um, doing life uh, together well. Um, I mean, I just think you know, I, I I just think for me the big the big takeaway is that, um, and and maybe the thing certainly this is just what's resonating for me is that you know where whatever positional leadership we find ourselves, whatever sphere of influence we're in, as we move forward, uh, you know, with is express our influence and our leadership within the church. 
we somehow we've just got to keep holding on to this truth that um, you know the the future that God's inviting us into there is an experiential future you know where where the the the, the experience of our life matters it's important to God now you know if there's a load of Gen Zs listening to this they're like duh of course you know that's like <laughs> that's life. That's what, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But for for many of us, more more so my generation, but for many of us, that that isn't actually one hundred and one. You know, that's that's something I need to be reminded of. And I think when we, you, and then the more you travel with leadership, the more that can become a slightly misty truth. Where I just like, you know, I please Lord help me, remind me. Um, you know, we are traveling into a rich future, an experiential future, a rich future, a future of relationship, a future of joyful activity. And it matters. It matters. So as I travel forward, my life today, right now, has to resonate. God wants my, my life now to resonate as much with that as it does with, you know, doing the next Alpha course or kind of, you know, running that service or, you know, that ministry of kindness or whatever you know those things of course those but the whole thing matters and we need to travel well together Mm, definitely i wonder it'd be good to pray wouldn't it i i wonder julie if you could pray for us and i kind of think um as a leader if you're listening to this you know there is an element of um giving ourselves up but but don't martyr yourself just for, you know, the sake of what you think God wants for you. Because um, God wants abundance of life for you as well, not just for everyone around you. Um, and so that might mean that turning that step that Jerome talked about just means going back to our family. And that's really important. Or, um, you know, going back to basics or smiling or finding someone around us. But you know, but we need to do this, don't we? We need to be kind to ourselves as well as to the people around us. So, Duke, could you pray for I'd us? I'd love to. I'd love to. And I'm just going to say, just before yeah, I pray, it. <laughs> it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. I just, I just feel there may be some folks listening today to this. Just need, you know, we all know it, but just hearing it at a slightly deeper level. It's a marathon, uh, not a sprint. Let's pray. Yeah, Father God, we thank you. Thank you for your great goodness uh, to us. Thank you, Jesus, that you came, that we would have life and life in abundance, life in fullness. And we are excited about that. We uh, just see and hear uh, your shalom, God, the wide open spaces, the peaceful goodness that you call us into. And and, and Lord, we thank you too for just relationship with others and just how much that is a dynamic of that fullness of life. You call us into community, you call us into friendship. And so as we travel forward uh, in our different spheres of influence, as we think about leadership expressions that we can uh, occupy and, and carry, help us, Lord, help us to, to help others to experience more of your kingdom today. May we experience more of your kingdom uh, today as we travel forward. And if there's uh, things we need to do to enter a bit deeper into that fullness of life, Lord, help us to be, uh, to be attentive, to be ready, to see that uh, 
that that act of repentance also lord that actually turning into life is turning into you and so give us grace for that give us wisdom give us direction we ask it jesus in your precious name amen amen amen